Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Hey, welcome back to Copy Chief Radio. It's Kev Rogers here with my man, Max Ham is back with us. How you doing, Max? Good to be back, man. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, it's good to have you back. And I love that we're tackling this topic because it's so prevalent in all, well, really in life, but certainly in marketing, certainly in copywriting. And we see it a lot inside a copy chief. It's imposter syndrome. And it's this kind of idea that we shouldn't speak up until we're positive that we've got some kind of high-level expertise to share. And what we always tell people in Copy Chief, the newer members who may feel like they're um, newer than some of the other, we have a lot of veteran pros in Copy Chief. Uh, and um, it's we tell people, look, the fact that you're here qualifies you to weigh in on anything so long as you're giving your genuine thoughts about it, right? Like we all have a unique DNA. We all have a unique uh, ex- set of experiences in life that give us uh, a unique perspective. And it isn't about who can give the smartest advice or, or insight. It's about as a collective, uh, how can we all come to the best uh, option here by giving our viewpoints and that may come from somebody who's brand new or it may come from somebody with a ton of experience but that's the whole concept by the way behind copy chief and why i called the group copy chief it is the concept that it is the group it is the community that is the copy chief right uh, it, it, it's the ultimate because anybody can it's sort of I think of it like you come into the forum, you're walking into the copy chief's office, and then the copy chief says, oh, this is, okay, great. I see where we can improve this. Let me call up six other people who are in the building who I know uh, have great thoughts to share on this. And as a collective, well, that's how it goes in the real world in a, in a, in a marketing firm, right? And so that's what the forum is. And that's why it doesn't matter how much of an expert you are. You've definitely got something to contribute. Exactly. And and one thing that's really beautiful is that even if you're not an expert, uh, your life's journey has been unique in so many ways that you're probably the only person who has lived it in that way. Mm-hmm. And just as – I mean forget forget marketing and copywriting for a second. Just as – a potential customer for somebody. I mean, everybody buys stuff every day. So you already know something about buying that someone on the forum is is looking for a particular piece of advice that you might have actually been a customer of or see yourself being a customer of. And that insight in itself is so valuable for someone uh, that, that's working on that project that it might even be more valuable than just an expert chiming in on how to tweak something, right? Totally. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's more it's it's almost more pure because they don't have the curse of knowledge of knowing all about the product, right? It's just really there in a lot of instances. It's just I, I was reading this and I, you had me up until this subhead, and then it I, I either became confused or I I it raised a red flag for me or it just didn't seem in line with everything I'd read up to that point, you know? And it's like so easy 
this is why we say nobody writes alone and you can't write in a vacuum and be effective because it's so easy to have it make perfect sense in your mind and have someone else read it and go, I'm totally not getting what you're saying here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and this is the 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 big question I I I wanted to ask you on this episode, um, especially since you know we're a bit on the opposite side of the spectrum here. You've been in the game very long. Um, I'm I'm relatively newish, and you know you're always wondering, do do all these big names and all these A-listers and all these killers go through the same head stuff as people who are not so head in the game do? Yeah, it's a good question, and the answer is yeah, they totally do. And they do. It happens in two ways. One, one is um, just sort of a natural occurrence. Like, uh, look, if you're not always questioning how much better you could be at this, then you're not really dedicated to becoming great, right? That, that's mm-hmm. why I think imposter syndrome is a good sign. It's uncomfortable for people when they're experiencing it, but uh, for somebody to say. I, 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 I'm getting results, but maybe I, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Like maybe I've just been totally right. lucky. If, if people who, and then they go, and now I have to find out. And uh, I think that is a great sign that somebody is going to be great because they need to know so that they can, it's not like, oh, I want to just be done learning. It's like, right. I, I need to know what I need to focus on next. Right. Right. Uh, and, and so, so it is, I think it's innate in all the great, for instance, you know, you look around at a conference, you go to a, 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 a marketing conference and I always see the other speakers, not all of them, but the ones I really respect, they're in the back of the room watching every talk and they're taking notes, right? Right. And they leave with this copious uh, notebook full of uh, of notes and you go well that's why that person's great and that's why I respect that person I, I'll never forget um, Perry Marshall first time I met Perry Marshall mm. was at uh, we were both speaking at John Carlton's action seminar and uh, I would I saw you know for a day and a half before he actually got up and spoke I said man, there is nobody taking more notes in this room than Perry Marshall. And right. you would think this is a guy who doesn't need new information. He's good. He's kicking it. He's kicking ass, right? Yeah. But that's – so great you know, marketers, great copywriters are great students first. And so naturally they're going to have that imposter syndrome creep up every once in a while to go, oh, my God, I'm not I – don't, I, don't, I still don't know enough. The other one, Max, is it's I've seen it become circumstantial. Okay, mm. and the the other interesting thing about you know being in this field is that we're all entrepreneurs, we're running our own businesses, and it, there there are ups and downs no matter who you are and how long you've been doing this. You know, I, I if I think of ten people I'm close to, if three of them uh, are financially secure i can like honestly right now as i go through in my mind think of one person i know who is not going to have money problems and it's just because they very purposefully set up their financial life that way they don't right they don't live high on the hog they don't live above their means 
uh, and the person would surprise you probably if I told you who it is because uh, they have this sort of reputation of being a little out, a little out there and edgy sometimes, right? Right. And so, but the point is, I can think of one out of everybody I know who wow. is totally. Uh, uh, bulletproof you know to circumstances uh there are other people way more that i think would shock you if i said their name who recently came up against a surprising gap in income and are almost back on their heels going damn it i gotta go hustle and i haven't had to hustle in years you know and so that's it's 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 innate and it's also circumstantial but undoubtedly everybody deals with imposter syndrome on some level yeah i I think that right there is so important for somebody uh to hear especially if they're only starting out or only have a couple years under their belt because coming in you have this um idea that uh you know, everybody's so bulletproof and you're the only one yeah. with holes in your game or, or, or chink in your armor. But mm-hmm. in reality, at the end of the day, even the greats, I mean, they're humans and, and you're not meant to be on this planet here having figured everything out in, in I don't think there's enough time in one lifetime to figure <laughs> everything out. It just doesn't work that way. Right. And it, it, it reminds me of uh, this book that I read by Robert Greene, uh, the author of 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Mastery and, and he breaks down how we've kind of a little bit deviated from the idea of apprenticeship mm-hmm. and, and, and how to call yourself even slightly good at something. You'd have to go through 10 years of training under a master and, and he would expect you to be crappy at first and that's just human nature. So, so for someone to come in and say, I gotta be a killer in three months, well, uh, it's, it's kind of unrealistic, don't you agree? Yeah, I do. And I've I've actually seen it happen, right? Where mm. I'm thinking of a, a, a guy in Copy Chief who I'll have to have him on sometime. I've never actually spoken to him, you know, live, just a lot of back and forth messages. But as he's he's uh when he came to Copy Chief, he is a seventeen year old high school kid in Singapore. Wow. Yeah, and, and dude writing really good copy, right? Like and it was I was having conversations with him sort of backstage and it was even freaking him out a little bit. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know how to say this and I'm not trying to be cocky, but I shouldn't be this good. You know what wow. I mean? And, and it was, everybody was sort of kind of marveling and he was making some rookie mistakes. Um, not cause he was 17, but because he really only was in it like three or six months. Right. But right. he, he would correct them quickly and his stuff was surprisingly effective for his clients at, at his, age and his minimal experience but it's one of those things where you go i would say to him i'd go look dude um again in our private conversations i'd say it's it, it, it clearly you're a, a little touched you know you've got some special abilities at the same time don't think for a second that you won't be constantly humbled by this business Yeah, there there is no one you have ever read or thought of or known who is not uh, has war stories of how sure they were that something was about to kill and it just tanked. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, Ben Savenga is one of the few people I can think of who's like his record is pretty sterling. Like, Mm -hmm. but it comes from the idea that, you know, he's a very... um, um, a strategic thinker and Gary, you know, s- said, 
well, it makes more sense for me to take four to six months to write a, a, a package because it's gonna when it leaves my office, I'm gonna have done everything I can to make sure it becomes the control. And then right. after it becomes the control, I'm gonna stay on it and give them new stuff to test. And because the minute it becomes the control, it's the publisher's job to hit, find someone to knock it off, right? It's just right. in everybody's best interest. And so, you know, but it, it, it isn't, um, yeah, but that is a result of his own imposter syndrome in some sense, right? It's like, uh, I know that I could be humbled or beat or surprised at any minute, so I'm going to be totally meticulous about how to how to go about the process of creating this ad, right? Exactly, and and that's the great Gary Bensavenga. <laughs> right, Forever. and again, it goes back to, you know, so you're always going to be, so everybody has imposter syndrome, uh, nobody's safe from it. It's it's a good sign. If you don't have it, um, like you said, Max, in our prep for the show, it's like, you know, you're probably a, a sociopath. <laughs> if, <laughs> it's hilarious. It is true. It's like, and I think that's part of the difference also between certain types of, of marketers and business owners that I think are sociopath. I remember I asked uh, Dan Cushell, Mm-hmm. who's run I don't know, you know, many different companies uh, over his career. He works very close with uh, Joe Paulus at Genius Network. And I said to him, all right, you've been close to a lot of like incredibly high level producers, right? I go, right. do you have to be a sociopath to be that good? <laughs> and and he, he's like, oh, wow, that's an interesting question. And he answered it sincerely and he didn't say yes, but he said there's definitely a certain type of person where that is that is an ingredient, that is an element, right? Right. Now, here's the thing. I don't think you can be uh, that type of business owner and be a great copywriter. Interesting. I, I think you, you could pump out a lot of copy fast and by sheer like playing the numbers game because you're not emotionally attached to the outcome right do, do well overall right but the great copywriters are what are the driving forces right it's it's uh empathy and yeah. uh yeah. you know really connecting to the avatar and you have to you have to be a little uh, sensitive and real and human, very human to to be a good writer, to care about being uh, effective with your words, right? Yeah. And all those things make you more susceptible to imposter syndrome. So I think it's a brilliant observation that if you don't ever have imposter syndrome, if you just walk around being cocky and feeling invincible all the time, your other, your other uh, lying to yourself or you're a bit of a sociopath. Uh, and so again, it's, it's be glad that you have it and know that you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up quickly here before we wrap up, um, you, you were speaking about, uh, you know, the idea of always being a student, even the greats are always in the back of the room, taking notes and observing everything on how to up their game and, and how things are going. Uh, but I think there's also uh, a trap there because I've been in it and I, and I still struggle with it and I, I consciously work. Uh, to not get trapped in it, and it's uh, becoming like an info junkie, right? Mm. It's 
you know, you, 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 especially if you pick up something new, you feel that you don't know much. So you go and buy 600 books and seminars and courses and videos. And the next thing you know, you spend three months just digesting information. Um, and, and you're just constantly feeling that, oh, there's so much more to know. I can't stop. And, and it becomes a trap where you don't actually put anything out there to get judged by people because you always feel that I haven't digested enough information. Yeah, that's great. That's a great point. It really does happen. Yeah, I think there's like a um, there's a really key moment there where you know, sure, you should like what you discover. Like this is a small world still, direct response, right? And right. It's, it's a unique thing we do. Uh, we all have the joke if you're in this industry that our neighbors have like no idea what we do, right? It's the, if somebody says to you, what do you do? It's like, <laughs> yeah. some of us, we make up crazy answers, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I raise exotic fish. Oh, really? You know, you'd, <laughs> you'd rather just improv and make stuff up than have to actually try to explain, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what your response is. And, um, uh, uh, and so, you know, be, because of that, when we do discover it and it resonates with us, it, this part of us is sort of like comes alive. It's like falling in love or something Like you have this, these chemicals get released that otherwise wouldn't, you know? And yeah. so it, it's, it's perfectly fine and natural to become an info junkie when you're first discovering something. It's the equivalent of being on the phone going, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. It's <laughs> yeah. it, it's that phase, right? That you but you just know this can't last forever, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. there's a sort of critical uh moment where you're like, All right, I've got a lot of information now. I don't feel like a newbie anymore because I can have these conversations in places like Copy Chief or other forums where it's like I, I get what everybody's talking about. I've I've, I've sort of reached that point of saturation where i'm like i'm in i get it i'm part of the club i think like that's the moment where you need to take a step back and go all right it's not like you stop learning altogether but it's like maybe you go uh, no more courses i don't need to take another course i don't really need to read another book um i need to go implement and i need to go find out what does this all sound like coming through me and, yeah, and like you were saying, everybody has their unique experience and their unique DNA. Now it's about what does this look like and feel like, and how does it resonate coming through your unique filter? Uh, and that is that is the moment that a lot of people they because that's scary now. Now it's, you have to sort of go perform and take it from theory to to actual result, and if you fail there. Again, we know as marketers, the greats are the ones who go, I'm just going to fail fast, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, uh, and learn from that, and then I'll be eventually really good at this. But it's that unwillingness to fail. You're right, man. Like, that is the fear that holds people back. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So, yeah, this is a good episode, man. And um, everybody deals with it, and I'm sure you know, people can resonate with this. And... Uh, again, you know, if you come into Copy Chief, uh, I, th- I wonder, it's one of these things that's interesting, Max. It's like, I don't know, as the guy marketing Copy Chief as well with, you know, running it and hosting it, right? Right. Uh, I, I'm as much a student in there every day as everybody else is because there's so much to learn always and we cover so many topics. Um, 
But it's interesting because it makes you wonder, like, what are the invisible stats in marketing? You know, how many right. people don't join because they th they have this problem? Like Sarah, yeah, th like yeah, Sarah just like she just came out and said it. It's like I'm having this issue because I want to contribute, but I honestly feel like I haven't earned it yet. Yeah, and that's a great that's a great point, and and because. You can actually find groups online that are like Copy Chief, but they're actually geared towards the exact opposite, which is the old idea of misery love co misery loves company, mm -hmm. and, and and that's how you can get stuck in that world of you know okay uh, we're all kind of not doing the right thing here, so we might as well just hang out. And next thing you know, years pass and you haven't risen above anything. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah, because I think that's the thing in Copy Chief that's different too. It's not only are there's nobody ever takes shots at each other. Mm. There's really I say there's no stupid question because the truth is like no one will ever make you feel stupid for asking a simple question. And exactly. yeah. again, because this is a unique business and uh, it's not it's 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 specialized knowledge just to be immersed in direct response. There really is no dumb question because it's only going back to the fundamentals, right? Mm. And so nobody's rolling their eyes going, oh my God, are you seriously asking about headlines? Uh, like <laughs> everybody knows about headlines, you know? Um, uh, but the other thing is we all are, have the, the unified goal of what's the answer, right? Like mm -hmm. how do we test this? Like you know, when we're uh, you know, uh, um, critiquing someone's ad, uh, it's never like, dude, it should be obvious. Like that's the wrong approach. It's like, you know, what if you thought about it this way and what it would, what would it look like if you, maybe that's not your avatar at all. Like maybe this person isn't struggling with that. Maybe, you know, oh wow. Yeah. It's a discussion that leads to very quickly. Okay. Go test that. Yeah. And then they go test it. They come back and they give us the results and, at the end of the day, that's the only way for it not to be theory. And so, yeah, some of these other groups, you just got a bunch of people who they – the ones who got fell in love with it, got all the knowledge, and now it's like they feel like they're fooling themselves thinking that the doing is in sitting around repeating what they've learned all day, but they have no results of their own. They have no proof of their own because they, they haven't faced that fear of failure and haven't allowed themselves to to encounter imposter syndrome. And so they're just spend their whole life chirping about it and never actually earning money with it, right? And that's the Exactly, difference. exactly. That was beautiful. Awesome. Max, you're great, man. It's so fun hanging with you. Like, I really uh, I love your perspective. And uh, man, I'm just glad that... Uh, you're doing these with me and uh, it's, it's a pleasure man i love doing these they're a lot of fun yeah i'd appreciate you in the in the you become a real leader in the community and helping people uh you know uh do a lots of cool and isn't that the best way to learn right by teaching you know it's like it, you just can't sometimes you don't you always find like wow i didn't know i knew that <laughs> but now that yeah. I've now that I've said it, I was like, you kind of my favorite moments in if and I think this can only really happen in a form where you feel safe to give advice is you're you're like typing and it's almost like a outer body experience. So you're like, damn, oh damn, <laughs> that was pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, and you go back and read it too. <laughs> yeah, and then you go, and you go. Oh, it's actually still good, even the next day. I wasn't drunk, you know. Yeah. And, and then, like, that's when you know, like, that's a blog post. Like, that's a great piece of content. That's a video you need to make, you know. Yeah. And so that's yeah. the other beautiful value of being in a, a community like this. It's like, forget about having to come up with content. Just go in there and engage, and it just falls out of you. So. Uh, awesome, dude. Thanks for doing this. Great episode. And we'll do it again very soon, I'm sure. Can't wait, man. Take care. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.